You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Here we go! There's only four words. This is something something Bronco. This one's for Pat! That's Can I just smell this There's only one person that carries the ball right here. Yeah. Tim Tebow back in the system. Third. Oh my god. Tim's got a touchdown. Picked off by the Bronco. Uh-huh. Picked off uh-huh. by the old pro-Justin Sinner. Here we hit and sack. Featuring Mile High Reports, Mike DeSico. And Jess Place. And Jess Place. Let's go, son! Let's go! Welcome to Something Something Broncos. Oh, mother! Oh, mother! Hello, everybody. Can you believe it? The Denver Broncos are victorious. Holy cow. I didn't think they were going to win a game for the rest of the season, but they went out there against the Arizona Cardinals at home in front of... 50,000 people-ish, and prove me wrong. Uh, Mike DeSico, joining us on the show as usual. Mike, what did you think? It's at this point I should probably tell Mike that he is muted. It's at this time I should tell Jess, I don't care. (laughs) It's a (laughs) one-sided podcast. Um, No, I don't know what to think. Uh, Because we beat a bad team's third-string quarterback in front of nobody with our backup quarterback, I don't know that you take a lot from it. Especially when you've been eliminated from the playoffs already. You're playing, I mean, you're playing out the string. It was fun to see, like I said in the game balls uh, on milehighreport.com, company plug. um, I want to see people who show up and fight. It's like you feel all year this team just didn't care. And that's two weeks in a row now that the team showed up, it fought, it dug deep. Jerry Judy had another good game. Um, So I was happy with that. But 
you know, that this was the equivalent of a garbage touchdown when you're down 34 nothing late in the fourth quarter, you know? And it, it feels nice. It was still nice. painful to watch. The first half yeah. was just awful. It oh, was it, just it was just par for the course. Especially the like honestly the contrast we like watch the World Cup final, one of the greatest games ever, and then you go into that crap. It was just like all the more painful to watch. It was just bad bad sports and then the second half was some fun moments and gotta be honest it was really cool to see the broncos run the ball that's like that was our identity for so long and it was really nice to have it back even if it was just one half against a bad team latavius murray everyone's starting to fall in love with uh murray are you do you want to see him back next year well they'll all love him until he fumbles next week and then i mean he's not melvin gordon no yet no i mean i'd like to see him back at a decent price he and uh, Pookie could be a good uh, one too, but you don't know how is Javante coming back soon? How long until he's back? Can he come back? Like, yeah, back being the player we all want him to be. Maybe another year from now, maybe never. So I don't know. Uh, I think it's very important. Hopefully he uh, doesn't have his spirit broken by being a Bronco and wants to come back. <laughs> the Natan Mutai. Natanye. Natanye. Yeah. Yeah, he could have been really useful this weekend, don't you think? Probably, yeah. Yeah. Was it uh, we put in Wattenberg for three plays, and J.J. Watt had two sacks on those three plays? Boy, nothing makes uh, an aging uh, aging player like J.J. Watt <laughs> look young again like the Denver Broncos. We've yeah. had second stringers look like starters and the elderly. Well, you had like the announcers just, uh, oh, J.J. Watt looks amazing. I'm like, if he was playing against NFL players, he wouldn't be. I love J.J. Watt, by the way. He's great. But, uh, I mean, come on. I could have probably got a hit on uh, Brett Rippin against uh, those guys. <sighs> what was your favorite part of the game, Jess? My favorite part was when, at halftime, I said, I've had enough, family. Let's go out from Mexico. And so we all got in the whoa, car. Whoa, whoa, whoa. There's Mexican food in New Hampshire? There is Mexican food in New Hampshire. Shout out to uh, El Rodeo uh, on uh, Loudon Road. Uh, they've got margaritas. And okay. yeah. I guess if you have enough good margaritas, nobody cares that your Mexican food is from New Hampshire. Uh, it's authentico. I used to live in Southern California. I, I have okay, standards. so you know. You know. know. You got standards. Okay. I'm not going I... to margaritas. Get out of here with that. Yeah. No way. Yeah. No. God. No. I think they make their Spanish rice with Ugh. Yeah. My How do you parents... mess up Spanish rice? How do you do that? I don't know. Yeah, no. My parents, like their favorite Mexican restaurant up in Fort Collins, Colorado. We'd always have to go there. Just eat. my son loves Mexican food. He's that's all he wants to eat. He'll even eat Taco Bell. Garbage. Even he thought that Mexican restaurant was bad. It's the worst kind of. I'm not going to name it because anyway. I'll, I'll name margaritas. They use ketchup. It's like I, I'm, I like eat it and it's just like one spoonful of the rice. Like how this how, is an abomination. How is this a chain? This is a chain. I could go buy a microwave bag of Spanish rice for buck twenty nine at Target. Yeah. It'll be better than this. And, uh, you know, I, I, I like to pretend that I get mad and, and won't walk. But I I did prop the phone up. Yeah. And I did see the touchdowns, plural. Yeah. yeah. I was I was kind of tuned out a little bit myself. I had it on, but I was doing stuff on my uh, computer for uh, work and other stuff. But uh, it was fun to see, but. It doesn't matter. Again, it doesn't matter. Is, these are these all... are players who are like they're going to come, they're going to go. It's going to be a turnstile next year. New. It's the everything. fourth preseason game. 
every game from here on out in a way, you know? Yeah, exactly. Just... Well, and and it, that's what I said it, it, when, and during the first half. I'm like, this is the, the preseason matchup that we all see every year, even with the second and third string quarterbacks that we yeah. also see. Well, was it somebody said, uh, who was the Cardinals quarterback, the third stringer he came in? Uh, Trace McSorley. Yeah, I was like, this is the uh, Trace McSorley, uh, Brett Rippon, Las Vegas Bowl we never got. <laughs> you know, yeah. I think it was like Eric at, at home from yeah, yeah it was Eric at home from Yahoo, I think. But I thought it was hilarious. But it was fun. They had some people show up and play hard. Um, Latavius Murray, I think Jerry Judy did. Obviously, uh, Justin Simmons two interceptions. Sir Can, I, I got the game ending interception. Yeah, I think I thought I read uh, Simmons is now the only player with two multiple interception games this year. I did not know that. I thought I read that, but you know, uh, well, I'm not. We I'm are not very good nothing if not a things. sounding board for other people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, at least we try to give credit, not just say, according to my research. Blah, blah, blah. Right, right, exactly. We um, try to. We're just very bad at it. But according we try to, to Google, I... Well, so who do we play next? We play on Christmas Day, the Rams, Baker Mayfield, and we just had the conversation at dinner. Are you going to watch football on Christmas Day? And I don't oh, have yeah. a good answer for that. Are you oh, going to watch football on Christmas Day? Yeah, my, my, my parents are flying in from Denver. Oh, okay. Uh, and it's, you know, it's it's a cornerstone of my childhood that we watched the Broncos. And uh, it, something uh, with my own children. And so uh, we're all going to suffer on Christmas yeah. Day. Because I think that there's a little hope that we might actually be able to best Baker. Ruin the Seahawks draft years. pick. That would that would be really good. I mean, I, if there, there is a chance we could go... Two and one over the next three games, and really kind of blow everything up. I mean, not to there's get it, your hopes chance, up. There's a chance a million dollars could fall into my lap right now. Nope, didn't happen. Didn't happen. But there was a chance. I think there's a better chance. I, there's probably a better chance. Russell sure. Wilson's going to come back. Oh, that'll make all the difference. Well, we were winning when he was in. Brett Rippin. I'm not going to say he's not good. He's just a guy. He's not. That's all he is. Is he's a guy. I'm, I'm going to say he's not good. He's not good. I saw his press conference. He seems like a very likable dude. Um, he's a guy. He's a good, probably, you know, like your third stringer, keep on a practice squad sort of quarterback. But if you have to have somebody come in and win three or four games for you, he's not that guy. You know, win one game against Trace McSorley. Yeah, yeah. So, Hackett watch. Two good games in a row. Are we going to be cursed? Is, is there anything he can do to save his job? Or is that, if they go two and one, does Patton have to consider him coming back? Well, okay, so here's, here's Or the Penners, I should say. As I say, as I say, we are a sounding board of other people. From what I understand, the NFL recently sent out to each team, even going so far as to detail how much uh, in capital committed to fired coaches. Mm-hmm. Do you see this, Mike? No. Yeah, so the, there is so much um, money tied up in coaches that coach for certain teams that they had broken it down, basically sent every a spreadsheet said, this is how much you are currently, uh, this is how much you're currently paying for coaches that are no longer, um, coaching. And so does that memo mean anything to the Walton? Does it mean anything to Peyton? Does it mean like, all right, let's give uh, Hackett another year. Is it worth it? Like what? There's, there's a lot that goes into it. Like what is the relationship between Will and Hackett? Can I ask you two questions on that topic? Yes. One, who do you think is going to make the decision, Patton or the Penners? And do you think the dead money matters more or the 20,000 no-shows on Sunday? Which one of those, the contact, the no-shows, is going to drive the decision? And then who's going to make it? That's tough. I, You know, I think the Walton Penner group probably has an idea of what needs to happen. 
Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. And I think a lot of what Peyton decides will his future uh, with the franchise. Do, are they, do they see eye to eye on what needs to happen without ownership? overtly coming up um i think that's it you know i've said several times this year oh man we become the raiders and one of the classic raider moves is they go like two and ten and then they finish up like two and one over their last three games and it was like oh we finished on a hot string we're you know turn it around we've got it all turned around we've got it figured out we're gonna be you know just all this momentum going into next year and it's just this false hope that wins in these meaningless games can give you and so that's what i'm afraid of is that they can look at the Rex, oh wow, we won you know, you talk about what what you know, what did the team do when it mattered versus what the team did when it didn't matter. And so the first thirteen games should have a lot more weight than the last four or five games. And so I don't think for me, anything that happens from here on out should really matter. I mean, if you beat the Chiefs coming out in Kansas City. Yeah. Uh sure. Is one good I, game I, worth another year? I it <sighs> I think okay, so I, I don't think that you can have even the conversation hack it unless unless they win that Kansas game. Then you can start to have that conversation. There is nothing. Mm-hmm. Not, I'd agree beating, with that. The, okay. beating the Cardinals and Tracy Charlie at home. Yeah, I, going yeah. into KC with the Chiefs fighting for the number one, that would be a big boy win. You know, that would be probably the biggest win in in years. I would agree with that completely. So yeah, I wouldn't say that saves his job, but I think that would allow us to have the conversation about whether he should come back. I, I for one, thought it may be too uh, premature to have that come last week. Um, I was in the minority. I did not write those articles. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, I'm so tired of Tim. What are you doing, Tim? Like, you know. I like that guy. Don't tell him I said that, though. He's all right. He's okay. Don't, don't tell him. Um, Graymont Jones, injured probably after the season. Has he played his last game for the Broncos? Because, one... Are we going to commit money to bring him back? And he see Natanya Moody, part two. Will he want to come back? What do you think? Draymond Jones, a Bronco or not next year at the beginning of the season? Does it matter? I mean, I I don't know. Like, I can't even think about that business. Like, the, the offensive line is so porous and so poor. And we have so Latavius sp- Murray. Do you spend that capital on an offensive lineman then? Is what you're well, saying? Well, if it's available, that's the thing. They don't grow on trees. Like, what do you? What, where do you... Like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I see bigger problems. Draymond Jones, sure, come back, don't come back. You're injured. Me, I, I mean, I'm leaning towards probably he doesn't come back, but that's just me. Like, I, who knows and what's going to happen? Like, yeah. it, you know, we got three weeks left to go. Anything could happen. We could beat the Chiefs. We're probably not going to. But we no. could beat the Chiefs. It's possible. I don't know. I hey, you remember one thing, other thing we talked about at the beginning of the year? Uh we each, I think, kind of agreed that we hoped somebody else would pay Bradley Chubb $100 million. They did. They did. And Whoops. it's not going well. It is not so going I'm, well. It, it went as well as you and I expected it to go. And I'm really glad somebody else did it and gave us a first-round pick to do it. And I understand the irony that we gave three first-rounders and $250 million to pay Russell Wilson. But it doesn't mean that doesn't feel a little bit good that it's somebody I mean, else's he problem. He could turn it around. He, he could. He, so could he Russ. He is not a... 
he is not a fifth overall pick. Like no. that as a contributor going forward, like you really we needed more from him and certainly the Miami Dolphins expected. He should have been approaching Vaughn levels with a fifth overall pick, you know? Not necessarily Vaughn, because I think Vaughn is a generational type talent, but you know. Yeah. I don't know. He's a He's just—he's more likely to be injured than to turn it around, in my opinion. So, so anyway, I'm glad it's the Dolphins' problem. Yes, yeah, and we get there. We get uh, the 49ers' pick because of that trade, and uh, right now I believe it's in the high 20s. So, because all evidently Brock Purdy is the greatest quarterback alive today. So that's not good. <sighs> I figured right, we were. Down, I figured when they're on the third string quarterback, we're in good shape. That one's kind of going to be in like the 15 to 16 range. We're doing good. Brock yeah. Purdy. I hate uh, that guy. Fun fact. Uh, Tell me. Football, I love fun facts. Mike, how is it going to go? Are, you, are um, we going to win? Is it, is it going to be a, a That's a, two a weekends in a row. We've scored multiple touchdowns. Can that impossible streak continue? I'm going to go 24-21 Rams. Late field goal. Because what is Christmas without a crushing, painful defeat? Without watching the Broncos lose, decked out in all your brand new Melvin Gordon. Uh, yeah, they had to buy those earlier because of shipping, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and so now by the time they get here. You can still get a Bradley Chubb jersey from the NFL store for just $129. I know. I see those. Uh, like, I think you can still go on there and get a Flacco jersey, for example, and they're not like 99 cents. They're still trying to extract a decent fee for them. They're trying to trick your grandmother into buying. Yeah. Well, it's an authentic jersey. That's pretty nice. Yeah. Thanks, Mom. You suck. Uh, all right. I say, I'm going to say the Broncos win 24-21. I'm going to say it's the opposite. Okay. Now, it's going to be a thing where the Broncos are up 24-3, to and we do the thing where our defense just, like, gives up late touchdowns, lets them back in the game, or is McManus kicking a late field goal to win it? I would love McManus to have a little at the end of a game. I don't think that's... I, I think you may have been right earlier this season when you said that he is. He missed that thirty-eight yard. Well, everybody says, "Oh, he's this big leg," and blah blah blah. He's he's middling past fifty yards, and they keep letting him try sixty-some yard kicks, and he does not have the leg for it. And he doesn't hit him. No, he doesn't hit him. Uh, and you know, it's like people. I think it was Andrew Mason again, other people's research, saying that uh, you know the announcers were like, you know, every punter loves coming to Denver and pad their stats. The Broncos haven't had an all-pro punter since 1988. Mike Horan. I remember Mike Horan. I loved Mike Horan. Tom Ruin wasn't an all-pro? He was second-team all-pro, like in 94 or something, I think, is what uh, our boy Mace said. And then so, he married Amy Van Oh, Amy. God bless her. Um, so I don't know. It does, you know, I think there's this fallacy that anybody can kick and punt in Denver because it's so easy to do, and I don't think that's been the case. No. It's just lazy and actually. I think it very much is. Just uh, here's something to talk about. And um, here's the narrative you have to say when you get to Denver. The thin air of mile high. Although the longest punt uh, in NFL history for a long time. I think, I think just it was like Randall Cunningham, like Randall Cunningham had like a 91 yard punt. No, it was, it was a Chargers. But he was was a quarterback. Chargers and Broncos at like the late 60s. Yeah. It was a ball that just rolled. Like, uh, uh, it yeah, just rolled. Forever. Oh, he didn't kick. He didn't kick it ninety eight yards. It was, in it, the was air? A, it was a punt. Yeah. It oh, was, okay. Yeah, and it went like ninety eight yards, and like basically. You know, my favorite punt uh, kicking trivia of the weekend was that Matt Prater has the longest field goal in franchise history for three different franchises: Cardinals, Broncos, and Lions. That that's kind of that's yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. He had he had a big leg, and has proven with Arizona and Detroit 
he's not a creation of this altitude that makes magical kickers. Ah, well, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, those of us at Something Something wish you a very nice. And apologize for everything you just heard. <laughs> uh, no, seriously, like uh, Merry Christmas and stuff. And Happy Hanukkah for our friends uh, of the tribe who are celebrating. And Kwanzaa's and anything else. If yeah, you don't believe always. anything, good luck being you on December 25th. Yeah, that's all right. Hey, be happy. Life sucks. Find your happiness where you get it. Next week on Something Something Bronco. Let's ride.